Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Cavs take on the Magic tonight. Jake Chapman, our friend, uh, just joined us. If you missed any of the interview, you can always go to the Odyssey app or 923thefan.com and you can check out the interview. Jeff, I, you know, I asked you a question before we went to break, and I'm just curious because I, I do, like, I wonder how this is going to play out. Who is the most important Cavalier to the success of this team? Who is numero uno? And I, right now it feels like Donovan Mitchell, but I know we've had this conversation before. Is it going to be Evan Mobley down the road? And does it have to be Evan Mobley down the road? But, you know, I'm looking at a $30 million investment for this year, and I'm still trying to think, huh, well, at least he's making more than Kevin Love. Maybe that's the way. I I do think that the most important guy in this franchise from a player standpoint is Evan Mobley. Because he's only 21? No, because of what we think he can be. Okay. I mean, I – I have visions of Tim Duncan in my head. Hmm. Whether that's right or not, I don't know. But that's what I have in my head. You have a you have a very low-key personality, really hardworking guy, really skilled guy. He can put the ball on the floor. He can shoot it a little bit from the outside. And he has nice moves inside. And he's really young. He needs to develop his body a little bit more. I mean, that's just nature. I mean, there are very few LeBrons who come into the league. And I think he will. And I think he can develop the kind of game that becomes the centerpiece of an organization. And when when you think of most teams, Andy, you're not thinking of a six one, two, three, whatever Donovan Mitchell is guard, as good as he is. Guys like that rarely lead you to an NBA championship. The guys who lead you to the NBA championships are these six, seven, six, eight, dynamic all-around players. Six, ten, Evan Mobley, Giannis, those those kind of guys, and that's why I think Evan is the guy. If he can, if he can gradually build his game and become the kind of guy that we think he can become, he's the best player on this team, and then you really have something. So that that's who I think it is. You bring up a point, and I, I don't know that we would ever say this, but something you just said makes me want to ask you 
about another player. Again, we want to know who is the most important Cavalier to the success of this team. 216-578-0092 or on Twitter at CLE Talking Heads. The, the, the picture you just painted was, what, what did you say, six, six, seven, six, six eight? Six, seven, six, six, eight. Where does Jared Allen fit into that then? Jared is a really good center who is exactly what you want your center to be. Don't ask him to do a whole lot more. And I don't mean that in any bad way. He's terrific. Really like Jared Allen. Really like what he brings to your team. Aggressive attitude on defense, aggressive attitude on offense, enough skill on offense, maybe more skill than people think he has. But Jared's not going to be your 25-point-a-game scorer. He's not going to be your 20-point-a-game scorer. He's going to be a guy who can do what centers need to do in this league. What do you think? Well, I I can't really say this just because he got hurt, but. I just wonder what's going through Darius's mind before he got hurt. Man, I don't before he know. got the because you mean what? Because yeah, it, Donovan's there. They're, they yeah, seem it's, it's not to no play it's, together. They what? Pumped to play together. Yeah, no, I know. How do you? But how do you get this? I, mean, I always say this: the scales of justice to even out. Just the scales. How do this? How does the scales even out? Does what it do depend? You mean, what do you mean scales? Um, based on like, do you need to have Donovan Mitchell have a thirty point night? Every night, you know, and so if you do, Andy, you're not going to be very good. No, and so that's what I'm asking: is how do you even out? It's like, what do you expect from Garland? What do you expect from Mobley on any given night? That's and what's the perfect formula to being able to get this thing to work? Still try to figure out the Levert spot and get to a place where you can push it. So that you're in there in the end, and you're like, well, we got Milwaukee, this, and if we beat Milwaukee, we're going to the NBA Finals. You know what I'm saying? I know it's a long season. I know we got a long way to go. But I'm still trying to figure out how this whole thing is going to just kind of settle into a place where you'll have great expectations for the franchise. And I still think – don't you still think there's a hole there, right? I mean, do you think Levert's on that spot all season? No, no. I, I think they need a small forward. Yeah. I, I agree with you. I think, I think Karis Levert in a three-man rotation in the backcourt with Donovan and Darius, man, you've, that's a backcourt right there. I, I think that's really cool. And if you need to, you can slide him to small forward every once in a while, you know, if you want to go put all three of those guys out there. But I, I, I like Karis Levert, but he's, he kind of needs the ball. Donovan needs the ball. Darius has the ball. Right. You know, and then what do you need to do with the ball? Get it to Evan Mobley. You know, we've left Jared out of this equation. Why? Hey, Jared, go get the ball, please. <laughs> That's. Is it this simple? I, like, I, think, I think it is uh, that simple. Is that the way JB looks at this thing? I don't know. I think it is that if simple. If you were JB, is that the way you would look at it? And how? And in, in contrast to that, how should he be looking at it? You know what? I The one thing I. And I have a lot of optimism about this group, and I have a lot of questions and things I'm keeping an eye on because I'm, again, I do think they gave up too much. But Donovan Mitchell's really good. He's really good. And as Jake said, you push those first-round picks down the road, and Jake agreed with me, it's a concern. Donovan's contract expires, and those first-round picks start kicking in. Okay. That means you better win now. And hopefully either the rest of your team has developed to the point where you trade Donovan Mitchell in his last year by the trade deadline because you think he's going to leave in free agency or you sign him 
before then. I didn't get that feeling after the home opener about what he said about the well, crowd. Of course just, not. I mean, he, it's I mean, the first of three years he's going to be here. So you're saying it's a honeymoon soundbite? Well, no, bite, he's, he's smart. He, he's under contract for three years. Now, the picks don't kick in until after that. That scares me again. But that doesn't mean that he won't love it here and sign a, a long-term contract. And it doesn't mean if that doesn't happen that they couldn't trade him and get assets back. But, you know, nobody wants to think about that right now. Everybody wants to think, oh, my God, Donovan Mitchell's been great. Well, guess what? He has. And that's great. But And you're doing one, so you can't be too upset. Yeah, you know, the one thing that, that I want to keep an eye on, and I think this has to happen, last year uh, Evan Mobley averaged 15 points a game. He's got to average at least 15 again. You know, that's – and with – now, you know, last year you had Darius. You didn't have Colin Sexton. So you needed points from other people. Lowry Marketing gave you some. But Donovan Mitchell has picked up that huge void there. I think you got to make sure you keep Evan engaged so that he can continue to grow his offensive game. And I think that's on the coaching staff, and I think that's on the backcourt guys. Well, in the first two games, you got what you wanted, right? 16 and 14, so you're averaging 15 off that. Then he had 10 against Washington in the overtime win. Is that the concern that you're talking about, or no? Hey, I'd like to see him average 17 points a game. If he can do that, and it's only two more than last year, but he's kind of on his way. I just don't think you want to see a regression to like 13 points a game, and I, I don't think that'll happen. But I, I do think that that's actually something they need to be cognizant of the coaching staff, and the guards. And you have two guards, Andy, who are very capable of averaging 20 points a game. And and why? Because they have. That's, I mean, that's, that's kind of what they do, you know? And let, let's, be, let's be honest about this. What, what do you want to do if you're an NBA player? You want to be the man. You want to get paid. You want to get paid. I don't They're, know. You, you don't have to be the man to get paid, though, well, but you well, can the still guards, get paid. The guards are both getting paid, okay? That that's happening, but if if you're Darius Garland, you happy with that one All Star game you were in last year? No, I want another one. Yeah, okay. How are you going to do that when you're playing next to Donovan Mitchell and have to get Evan Mobley the ball? Show him that you got to take both of you. There that's you go. It. Yeah, okay. You show it, and and that means that means it has to be a really cohesive thing, and it can be. I just that's that's just something to watch. Again, nothing, not a concern or anything, but that's something to keep an eye on with this team, and then. What happens at small forward? You know, I, I, I know that, and I, I, I like Isaac Okoro. But his game hasn't given you anything to get all excited about at that small forward spot. And with all the scoring that we have here on this team, you don't necessarily need him to go score 15 points a game. But you need him to at least put a little bit of fear into the defense, don't you? I mean, hey, you got to get something. You out can't of it, ignore. What, you the, can't ignore him, but yes, in this case, you can. Because you have the that, talent around him. Well, that, that can't but, be. You can't. He can't be that much of a non-factor. So my fingers are crossed that Isaac can can get it rolling a little bit. Um, Orlando's winless, and there's only two other teams that are winless in the NBA: the Sacramento Kings and the Los Angeles Lakers. Wow! Do you ever think you'd say that? <laughs> it's early. I know, but still, I, the 76ers are one and three, so you know that's not going to last. What's going on with the Lakers, man? They're not They're good. Just a mess. They're not good. That's what's going on. Jake said it perfectly. LeBron's a bad GM. 
Oh, it's not him. It's not I can't him. believe – and I, I'm not sure what to think or feel about this. I can't believe Russell Westbrook is such a terrible fit there because I still think Russ can play a little bit. I mean, he was one of the most – and he was he was going for numbers. But by God, he put him up. I mean, you average a triple-double. We, we, we put Oscar Robertson on the Mount Rushmore of basketball because he did it once. Russ has done it numerous times. It's just weird the whole LA dynamic, and but you know what Jake was saying about them. Just even with, even when they're bad, they're still popular. You know, it's not there's no, and that they're on TV all the time. They're on national TV. I, 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 I Andy, yeah, I hate I hate to say this. No, no disrespect to my buddy John Ireland who works for the Lakers. I turn him off. I can't watch that team. Got to be really honest. I. I can't watch the Lakers. It just it just doesn't sit well with me. I don't enjoy watching them. Hmm. All right, let's come back. I want to talk football. Coming up at 1 o'clock, Daryl Ryder is going to join us. He's our Browns beat reporter. When we come back, I want to take a look at our opponent on Monday night. The Cincinnati Bengals started the season 0-2, and now look where they are. I mean, they've totally rolled since the beginning of the season. What's changed them, and what does the future look like, especially when you're sitting there in Hamilton County? Basket and Phelps, 92.3, the fan. I mean, the Bengals, you know, they started the year 0-2, and you watch them and you're like, oh, that offensive line that we all thought was going to crush them or crush them in the Super Bowl last year um, was crushing them this year, too. It took them a little time to figure it out, but their O-line has really kind of turned the corner here. And if you ask me, I think Cincinnati is the best team in the AFC North. I, you know, you're going to argue whether it's them or Baltimore, and I would say Cincinnati just for one simple fact. Like when I look at their offense, it's really hard not to stare at Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd and say, "Man, I would kill to have three receivers like that on every play." And it just helps Burrow, whose offensive line is getting better every week. Plus, he's got Joe Mixon behind him. Yeah, you mix in Joe Mixon. They have a crummy offensive line for opening up holes for Joe Mixon. They've not done a very good job of I, that. I know, but you know they've done what they've needed to do in the last four games. Yeah, I know. And so they've figured out a way to turn this thing around. And you got to give Zach Taylor credit, don't you? I mean, I, you know, th- well, they've done a nice job. You know, and look at what they've done. And you just mentioned some guys, Andy, and uh, in twenty twenty one, Jamar Chase. First-round draft choice. That worked. 2020, Joe Burrow, first-round draft choice. Second round, T. Higgins. Oh, that worked. I mean, you got big-time guys. Big-time guys with your draft picks, and they paid off. 2017, Joe Mixon, second round. That's still working. Tyler Boyd, second round, 2016. Might be the best third receiver in the NFL. That I mean, they they, they hit all of those picks when they use them on skill position guys. It's really impressive. Now, John Ross, they took, that didn't work so much. You know, fast dude, first-round pick. That didn't pan out in 2017. They took him ahead of Mixon. But for the most part, and they nailed those picks. And that was the basis of their Super Bowl offense. And then if you look at their defense, it's just dotted with ex-Buckeyes that you look over. You see Sam Hummard, uh, Hubbard, and then you get um, Eli Apple and, and Von Bell. And I, I just, I watched that. I, I don't know. I There's been a lot of times where I find myself just fascinated by watching the Bengals. And I've, I don't know that I've ever been 
hooked on the Bengals a little bit, but I, I just I like Joe Burrow. I mean, they are a likable team. As much as they're um, Cincinnati, their and offense you don't, is fun to watch. You don't want them to succeed because you're a Browns fan. It's just I look at what I, I hate talking about the Browns with stations out of town at this point because they but just when they when they introduce you now. Yes, joining us now works in Cleveland. Andy, let's talk Bengals. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not what it is. It's, it's, you know, it's the like, we're not a likable team. We were, and we're not now. The Browns are not a likable team. Do I wish they were? Yeah. The Deshaun Watson stuff made us a very unlikable team across the country. And the you know, NFL you know how that, people aren't rooting for the Houston Astros. Yeah, same type of deal. We're kind of in the same boat. So, and I, I don't know that I like being there doesn't change how I feel about being a Browns fan. It's just we're not that team. I think, say what you will about Baker Mayfield, at least I think people were kind of rooting for us, especially after, you know, they beat the Steelers in the playoffs, and then all of a sudden you got this turnaround and the, the you got the coach of the year. And, wow, you're like, wow, the Browns are kind of a likable team. They're not very likable right now. And I'm not saying that because that's not me. That's every time you talk to somebody. I'm like, Dan, you talk to a lot of folks too, national. Are we a likable team? And, and since Cincinnati to me is a likable team, I think you they're easy to, to root a for. lot of folks nationally. Yeah, you do. You talk. You probably you talk to more beat yeah, writers nationally than I do. Dan picks up the phone. Let's see who's Let's available see. right Who now. You know what I'm talking about. Who might suck? You're in a, your NFL insiders. Kansas. I haven't talked to Kansas. Go ahead. You want to slap him? Go ahead and no, slap him. No, because what I'm telling you is the truth. Slap and that's him. the problem. So go ahead. Are we a likable team? We're not. No, the We're the Q aren't. rating of the Browns just isn't there, and some of that has to do with some of that has to do with Watson. Some of that has to do with play on the field. I mean, some of that has to do with your owner. You know, it's it's an interesting position that the Browns are currently in right now. I go back and I think about the Jets' loss, and you know, I think with Jacoby Brissett, if they had won early, people would be like, "Wow, the Browns, man, look at this. What's this weird?" You know, maybe we would be the Jets or the Giants right now if they were winning. And they're only a few points away from actually being one of those two teams. Like, it kind of makes me ill to think that, that the two teams that call the New York City area their their home are, are being so successful. Because normally you're like, oh, at least one of those teams stink. So They're doing a great job. I, I don't know. So, I mean, looking at the Bengals and talking about how they've hit on these first rounders, Jeff, um, and they've changed their and fortune. second rounders. Yeah, that's not in our future, and that is depressing to me. Second rounders can be. I, I don't know. I, I'm just in a funk. I think I'm in a funk today. The Browns have put me in kind of that. I just I want them to be something they're not right now. You know what's the most promising thing I've heard today? About the Browns? Yeah. It was Jamel White. Yeah. Last question I asked him. I said, you've watched this team. When you watch them, do you think, oh, my God, they're just awful? This isn't working. Or do you think, man, are they close? And what did he say? He said, man, they're close. He yeah, said, I, they've, lo- they've lost. They've been beaten one time this year. He said. It's hard for us to see that. Though, I know. Isn't it? Why yeah. is it so hard for us to see that? Why are oh, we? Oh, it's frustrating. That's well, I, I just, it, you, I end up seeing stories that say there's a 7% chance this team has the playoffs. I mean, if they win, oh, they're 3-5. Right, and five. Well, They're right, not no, dead. Right now, I'd say that's probably accurate. You're 2-5. and five. That's not good. You can come back from that, sure. Teams have done that. However, next week you don't. However, you've lost five games, and four of them you just can't get over the hump. 
what gives you the thought that we're going to just suddenly get over the hump now? It's possible. It, it really is. I don't know. When you're the but, best 57-minute team in the NFL, you're hoping that maybe just one time they could put together the other three minutes. See, now that's you just making something up. Well, I'm just saying there have been games when they've been a very good 57-minute team. Right, but you play 60. Oh, I know. I know. I'm just yeah. saying you got to be able to play those last three minutes. Hey, we just we just went up by a touchdown. Check, please. Can't do that. What were we talking about yesterday? Um, PFF has a different uh, – help me, Dan. I can't remember what we were talking about. PFF has, like, this adjusted score thing where they where they come up with an outcome of the game if things work out based on the percentages that they were supposed to. I have no idea how any of that stuff No, but, I mean, works. just even the fact that that exists is like, okay. And the Browns are better in the projected score game than they are in the real world. It's not. It's the, I mean, you don't live there, but – if you want to, and to me, that's like a saying, okay, we should have won this. It's all frustration. Nick is in East Rochester. Hi, Nick. How are you? Nick, Hello. you there? Hey, Nick, how are you? Oh, this is Dominic. Oh, Dominic. How are you, Dominic? Good, good. How are you guys doing? I actually called about the uh, running game, but I was supposed to call you as a Yankee fan. Oh, yeah. After the uh, series, and uh, uh, I was supposed to call you after we swept you, actually. Well, you but, didn't, uh, so. No, not only didn't, no. uh, you know, you guys gave us a, a, a good go. And at this point, based on what happened with Houston, I wish the heck you would beat us because. Uh, Nick, friend of the show. I'll, let me, I need something good, Dave. <laughs> Nick, friend of the show. Good stuff. What's that? Yeah. yeah I made your <laughs> friends you know, Maybe Cashman would have been pushed out the door yeah. if, uh, uh, if, 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 uh, if you guys had beat us, I think that I think they would have. Any chance we can get Rizzo here? You think he'll come? I I know I shouldn't be switching topics, but I, I, just I you know what? I don't. We just got to pay for him. Stay. I don't think he. It, 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 listen, everything is going to be happen depending upon what, whether they keep Judge or not. Gotcha. All right, let's switch, Judge. Nick. Let's talk, uh, Dominic. Let's talk uh, Browns. Uh, you know, but getting to this likable team yeah. is almost more. You know, we're, we're not hated. We're, we're not a hated team. We're going to be when our quarterback shows up because, you know, that's the way it is. But we're we're like a non-event to other people. And when you were just talking about, you know, our record, I haven't said this for several years, but and I don't say that we should have been 6-1, and one, but, boy, we sure as hell could have been 6-1 and one so easily. And then people probably would have been paying attention to us. But with the way that we play, nobody nobody cares about us. They just we're we're just a, a nothing out there, and it drives you know it it, it just it, it drives me nuts. It's you funny know? you're calling from East Rochester because I was just watching uh, up on the uh, ESPN was talking all about the the Bills and their dominance, and I just like. And I'm like, I wonder if the Browns will ever be in that spot where I can turn up and look at the TV and be talking hate, about that. I hate the I hate the Flubble Bills more than I hate the Red Sox as the Yankee fan, <laughs> and more than I hate. I mean, with the, the, over here, it just you know, I know there that you know, the, the Cleveland is a Browns town. I get that, but over here, there's nothing else. It's Bills, you know. 365 days a year, and it makes you nuts over here. 
Dominic, thank, thank you. Hey, we appreciate it. Have a great day and uh, enjoy the honor of being friend of the show. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon. Good job. There are no prizes involved in that. But it's, oh, it's free. Yeah, I should have probably told him that. He won air. Dominic's an interesting combination. Browns fan. I'm Yankee thinking he had fan. to have some tie to Northeast Ohio at yeah, some point. At some point. I don't know. But I like the fact that he, he wishes that the Guardians would have beat the Yankees, so I can live with that. Like, that's the kind of stuff that makes my day. And by the way, did we uh, whoever? I know we got one minute here. Uh, what was your thoughts on the Yankees getting swept there, Manigan? What'd you think? I mean, it was every. It made me happy as a Yankee hater, <laughs> even though I can't stand the Astros. Didn't either. you think they were going to put up a better fight? I thought you'd get a better fight out of them. Yeah, I yeah. did. Jeff, sorry, you can't predict baseball. Yeah, I thought the Yankees would. So too. Are we yeah. rooting for Aaron Judge to leave? No, I don't care. Are we rooting for him to leave? I if he doesn't come here, oh, I don't I, really anything care that tanks the Yankees, I'm in. Yeah, I'm in for him leaving. Tank the too. Yankees. That's what I'm. I mean, for. they were booing him in the end. I hope so. Isn't that bizarre? No, it's New York. Still bizarre. I'd, I'd love. I, where do you think he ends up? Dodgers, San Francisco, Giants. San Francisco. What do you think? He's going home. Dan, where is he going? Whoever pays him the most money. A lot to be said for that. Yeah, I can agree with that. I'll buy in. All right, Daryl Ryder, our Browns beat reporter. No question about it. We love having him on. Our, I hope he never becomes a free agent. He's always on our team. Daryl Ryder, our Browns beat reporter, also from It's Always Game Day in Cleveland, joins us next right here. Baskin and Phelps, 92.3 The Fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.